Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. Today, we are going to be talking about overthinking and how it can be harmful in our everyday and spiritual lives. I felt God placed this topic on my heart for several reasons. First, it's something that I really struggle with and have for a while due to my anxious personality and tendencies. You know, and something unexpected happens or something kind of wild happens or even a good opportunity, I sit and I overthink everything pretty much. When God first placed the idea of doing a podcast on my heart, I kept asking for additional signs because I just didn't believe it that this is what he wanted me to do or that it was correct. I kept thinking I wasn't capable enough good enough to do a podcast because of x y and z reasons i feel like especially now more than ever due to the craziness and uncertainty people are overthinking everything and i honestly get it like they're like we are so out of control and it's becoming so much more apparent that it's making people overthink you know like is this stable are we going to be okay are things going to return back to normal what if they don't return back to normal what am i going to do There is definitely a lack of reliability in our world and our systems, and this is very scary because we depend so much on it. You know, that's our sense of normalcy. That's what we know. And the last reason I feel that God put this on my heart is definitely because overthinking is a tactic used by the enemy. That's the thing. The closer we are to God, the more obedient we are, and the more trusting we are to God, the more of a threat we become to the devil. Imagine if we were on a team and God was our coach. You know, as expected, when we first start out, we might lose a lot due to lack of experience and immaturity. However, the more we trust and listen to our coach, the stronger and more prepared we are for the upcoming games that we have to go through. The enemy is on the other team and he doesn't want us to get better or follow God's plans. He wants destruction and disobedience. With overthinking, it causes us to delay making decisions, to kind of be faulty about entering into new circumstances, and often shows a lack of trust in God. The main reason that we need to stop overthinking is because it allows all the bad scenarios to come to mind, as well as the things that can possibly go wrong. Let's say God places a new ministry or maybe even a new job on your heart. The enemy might flood you with thoughts causing you to overthink everything. What if I'm not good enough? Is this really from God? Should I quit my job and go to a new field? What if it goes badly or doesn't pay enough? These thoughts will push us back into our comfort zones and away from what God has intended for us. You know, all of this with overthinking definitely makes me think of the story of Peter on the water with Christ. So we get into Matthew 14, 28 through 33. Peter responded and said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. 
And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened. And when he began to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out with his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind stopped, and those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, You are truly God's son. We can see that through the power of Jesus, Peter was able to walk on water. This is something that is impossible for us humans to do because of reasons like gravity. We can note that Peter didn't fail when he stepped onto the water. He failed to maintain his faith. He failed once he saw the craziness in the world around him that he began to doubt Jesus. This is a visual of what overthinking can do to you in the midst of the world. The second we take our eyes off and away from Jesus and all that he has done and promised to do, the thoughts start bringing us down and we begin to sink. It wasn't the waves that sunk Peter or his weight or even the gravity. It was his doubts that did the most damage. When you are overwhelmed with thoughts, remind yourself of who God is and his promises because we know he never fails. When we are reminded of the truth, it can often become easier to spot the lies from the enemy. John 14, 26-27 But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all the things and remind you of all that I said to you. Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Not as this world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled nor fearful. Romans 5, 8 but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Isaiah 40, 28 through 29. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary, and to the one who lacks might he increases power. God is faithful even when we can barely produce any faith. It's always good to be more familiar with scripture because it's like having a favorite author or poet. The more you study their work, the more familiar you are with their characters, their writing style, and who they are. It's the same way with scripture. The more you study it, the more you can point out God's character and what he says and what best aligns with his word. You can also begin to distinguish it from the voice of the world or the enemy and even your own personal voice. The main thing about overthinking is that it reveals the painful truth that we often don't place enough trust in God to, you know, control our future, but also write out our lives. It's kind of like when you have to do a school or class project or work project. Sometimes, you know, when we want everything to go well, we tend to take away some of the power from our coworkers. But in this case, God is not our coworker. He's our boss. He's in control. He's the one who sets the tone. He's the one who tells us where to go. If you trusted in God 100%,
you wouldn't doubt him or deep dive into possible reasonings for this or what can go wrong with this. Another way we overthink is when God presents a new thing, job, or path for us, we start to become overwhelmed with, do I have enough blank to do this? And the blank can literally be filled with anything, such as, do I have enough time? Do I have enough money, resources, skills, confidence, qualities, efforts, support, abilities, etc.? I know we have all been in a situation like this at one time or another where we're like, okay, God, I hear you, but we often find reasons to doubt him or to doubt that this is what is best. As I talked about it, you know, previously, I did the same thing right before my podcast. Like I was so convinced it wasn't from God and he wasn't the one who placed it on my heart, but maybe it was myself. This makes me think of the story of feeding the 5,000. Matthew 13, 13 through 21. Now, when Jesus heard about John, he withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. And when people heard about this, they followed him on foot from the cities. When he came ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This place is secluded and the hour is already past to eat. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, They do not need to go. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have nothing here except five loaves and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. And ordering the crowds to sit down on the grass, he took the five loaves and two fish and looked up toward the heaven. He blessed the food and breaking the loaves. He gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied and they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, 12 full baskets. There were about 5,000 men who ate besides women and children. So at this point, you know, the disciples only had five loaves of bread and two fish. They began to overthink and worry because it appeared they didn't have enough and couldn't do what God had asked them to do. In the end, we know that Jesus provides for all 5,000 and there was even 12 full baskets of leftovers. If Jesus can do this with five loaves of bread and two fish, Imagine how much more he can do in your own life. Don't put God in a box as if he has any limits or anything holding him back. More than often, we're holding ourselves back. That's why I always say, raise your expectations of God because more than likely, he will take it to the next level or even a level you could never imagine. You have to put complete faith and trust in God. Don't overthink so much that you lose sight of who God is and what he has promised to do for you. For the last Bible verses for this podcast today, we will get into Proverbs 3, 1 through 6. My son, do not forget my teaching, but have your heart comply with my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you'll find favor and a good reputation in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Jeremiah 17, 7-8 
Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is in the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its root by a stream and does not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought nor cease to yield fruit. If you find yourself constantly overthinking, ask God to give you faith that is not based on your feelings. Because what do we know about our feelings or situation, our own understanding? They have limits, they constantly change, and sometimes they're not even true. You know, you need your faith to be so secure. It doesn't matter about your circumstances. It doesn't matter what the rest of the world says or thinks or people's advice for you. You are so rooted in the scripture and the word and the heart of God that you are unshakable. And we can only find this through Christ. You know, that's the thing about this world. That's why we overthink because there is this gap in people's lives that they are looking to fill. And because everything in this world is so unreliable and untrustworthy and it will eventually end, people overthink because the thing we all want and crave is stability And we overthink when, you know, we worry about what happens when I'm not stable. What happens when I don't have enough of resources, when I don't have enough money, when I don't have enough time. That's why we overthink because at the end of the day, we are just trying to protect ourselves and to protect our peace. But that's the thing. That's the sad truth. This world is so unreliable. You can have a job one day and not have it the next. You could have a house one day and not the next. We almost have to expect it, but we can't overthink God. He is so straightforward. There's no hidden details. There's no hidden fees in all that he asks of us. He's upfront and he's honest. We have to completely trust in him that he knows what is best. And, you know, it makes me think of the scripture like, you know, the Lord will be with me through, you know, the valley of death. It doesn't say God's going to protect us from it, you know, and make sure we never go through anything bad, but he's going to be by our side. And we have to completely trust that God will never leave our side. So we can't overthink. We can't allow the enemy to make us anxious over nothing. Because that's the thing. A lot of the times when I'm feeling anxious about something, it's either not as bad as I thought it would be, or it doesn't happen the way I thought it would. So we have to stop leaning on what we know because we are so limited. We pretty much know nothing. I mean, if you think about it, with all our advancements, we only know like 25% of the ocean. I mean, imagine how much else we don't know. There's so many things we don't understand and we will never because we're humans. Our minds, our brains, our abilities all have limits. We all have a time you know, but God is outside of that time. God has no limits. There's nothing that's holding him back. And as I said, most of the time we hold ourselves back. We hold God's plans back. Remind yourself with scripture who God really is and learn more about his character, you know, because times will always get tough. You know, they will always be easy. There will be times when we are just anxiously waiting results, waiting for the next payment, waiting for our grades, waiting for, you know, a message, a sign, whatever it may be. 
But we can't allow the enemy to throw us off and delay God's timing and delay God's potential for us. It's really time to step in to be the people that God wants us to be, the people that God has intended for us to be, to stop wasting our time with things that don't matter or with thoughts that don't matter. Because I mean, how many times has overthinking really helped us, like genuinely made our lives better? Now, I'm not saying it's bad to think through situations, but think it through through prayer. Think it through through journaling. Think it through with God, not apart from God. I hope that this episode motivates you to break the habit of overthinking as it can really hold you back from God's true potential. I hope that you all have a great rest of your day. I hope you all stop overthinking and just stand back, reflect, and trust in God. You know, when in doubt, ask God. Ask Him to explain something because I'm sure He'd be more than happy to. So again, I hope you all have a blessed week. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics, or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day, and I'll catch you next week. Bye, guys!